Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. We're always being told to take exercise, get out there, improve our minds as well as our bodies. But how easy is that if you have a disability? Well, it could be something like confidence or it could be finding somewhere to go to exercise that is accessible. Well, the English Federation of Disability Sport is telling us to get out and get active. Now, to tell us a bit more about the project, we have with us Kat Southwell. Kat, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. So tell me first a little bit about EFDS. So EFDS is a national charity and we work to make active lives possible by supporting organisations to engage with disabled people. Typically our work includes developing insight and understanding in what disabled people want from physical activity and sport. We also connect and support partners to provide more high quality opportunities to more disabled people. Champion and influence through inclusive communications and our programme and event delivery, of which GOGA is a part of. Okay, so so tell us a little bit more about the um, GOGO programme then, because it's relatively new. Yeah, so Get Out and Get Active, GOGA, launched on the 1st of October, so very new, very exciting. Um, The programme aims to support disabled and non-disabled people to enjoy being active together. So we're working with a number of partners across the UK and our aim is to increase the number of people who are able to access and enjoy local opportunities. We want to motivate people by tapping into their values and the things that matter most to them, things like friendship, maintaining health, having fun and progressing in life. And all of the projects that are linked to the GOGA programme reflect these motivations and aim to reach a diverse group of participants. In summary, all projects and partners within GOGO are focused on getting some of the UK's least active people more active through fun and inclusive activities. Okay, so this is a a brand new project. You're working across the UK. How is it funded? The GOGO programmes receive funding from a charity called Spirit of 2012. They've been set up with a £47 million endowment from the Big Lottery Fund to support partners across the UK to provide opportunities in sport, physical activity, arts and culture, volunteering and social action. So earlier this year we received confirmation that our UK-wide consortium had been successful in our grant application. Great stuff, great news as well. Now, as I said, you are across the UK, so are you working with other partners? Yes, definitely. So alongside ourselves, we work with our other home country disability sport organisations across the UK. And together we've teamed up with an extensive range of organisations to help us to reach more people. There are too many partners to possibly list, but all offer kind of in-depth knowledge and national expertise around engaging disabled and non-disabled people together. It's being delivered across 18 localities throughout the UK. Now, I mentioned things like confidence and accessible um, facilities as perhaps some of the areas that that would inhibit someone with a disability getting active. Is that something that you found or are they just part of the picture? Yeah, it's certainly something we found, but a number of kind of reasons that we found through our research has come back. So particularly psychological barriers play a really big role in preventing disabled people from taking part in physical activity and sport. So it's not just perceptions of their own abilities, but more likely the opinions of others and whether activity suits them. We also know that opportunities or lack of opportunities available is, is a key barrier. But we also know that disabled people want to do more, and particularly people want to take part in physical activity and sport with their peers, family members and others. 
And that's why the focus of this programme is looking to support disabled and non-disabled people to be active together. Now, those barriers, as you mentioned, can, can be physical barriers with, with accessibility to facilities, yeah. but there's also perhaps people's perceptions as well. So is it about changing uh, individuals and groups? I'm thinking perhaps on like councils or, or private clubs, gyms, etc. So the physical stuff and, of course, um, having that, that personal support. Yes, it's certainly a mixture of both. So we've got a number of resources and toolkits that are available to kind of improve the accessibilities of opportunities. And the 18 localities that we'll be working with will be working with the providers at a local level to understand what their current offer is and how it can be improved or strengthened. It's really important, I think, to be aware that it's not just about physical access, as you mentioned, but how people are engaged and how people reach new audiences and make them feel welcome and supported. We have 10 principles that we'll be encouraging our providers to adopt, and these include things like using communication channels that I trust to tell me about the opportunities that are available, treating me as an individual so that activities are responding to the values of my interests, and and really to reassure participants that the activities that they're going to do are for them and that they're going to fit in. To support the programme and to support these kind of key principles to affect change, we've got a group of volunteers and peer mentors that will be supporting those local projects and through that being supported by Volunteering Matters and Disability Rights UK. What about the individuals themselves you're trying to encourage to get active? Because we'll probably think about the physical benefits, but there's more to it than just that. Oh, certainly. So there's lots of evidence, as we know, on the impact of physical activity um, on physical well-being and mental well-being. We believe, amongst other things, um, being active, and particularly disabled and non-disabled people being active together, that we can create greater social cohesion from participating in activity together, improve perceptions of self and others, so going back to that kind of key challenge that we referenced earlier, and perhaps using it to combat things like isolation and community differences. So through this programme, we're really striving to make a, a difference at a community level and increase understanding and cohesion of disabled and non-disabled people alike. So it's a very comprehensive programme. How, how long will it run and how will you evaluate that? So as mentioned, it went live on the, the 1st of October and we'll be delivering the programme over three years. A really important aspect of the programme is what we can learn from it and how we can influence future programmes and investments. So the evaluation element of the programme is really key and our evaluation partners have been involved at the very start of the programme and they'll help us to unpick the key learning to shape the programme moving forward but also to, to make sure we share our learning with partners and, and future programmes moving forward. Great stuff. So uh, lots uh, lots to think about there and lots to uh, have the opportunity to get involved in, Cat, If people would like more information about GOGA, how can they get in touch? So Fair Sports of Call come to us at the English Federation Disability Sports. So you can find us on our website, so it's www.efds.co.uk. You can call us on 01509 or you can email me on goga at efds.co.uk. Kat, good luck uh, with Get Out and Get Active and thank you for telling us all about it on RNIB Connect Radio. Thank you very much.